This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode 100, Your Success Stories. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. We made it to 100. 100 episodes of the Puppy Training Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, for listening, for sharing the show, and most importantly, for taking the time to implement what you learn in everyday life with your dogs. I'm excited to share with you things we received from you this week. My goal with Baxter and Bella, the online puppy school, was and still is to better educate families on how to incorporate a dog into their home and life. It has been so fun and rewarding to read your successes you sent in this week, so thank you. Puppy training takes time, patience, and effort, all of which you give to your dog. I may provide the information, but you do the hard work, so please give yourself a big pat on the back. Today, I want to celebrate with you. To start off, Carrie says, My puppy did a great job walking today to get kids from school. We will be working on her walking next to me. I have never had a puppy leash walk so early. Keep up the good work, Carrie. Step-by-step successes build strong habits. I hope with all the training you are doing with your dog that you use it. What are things you ask your dog to do so they stay out of trouble at home? Check out this email from Gail. She states, Cooper is our 21-month-old mini golden doodle. One of our favorite success stories is how we broke the habit of him wanting to lick the dishes when we are loading the dishwasher. When he gets near the dishwasher, we say, crate, and he immediately runs into his crate and lays down. When we started training this, we gave him treats immediately, but now sometimes we don't even give him a treat and we forget he's in there. Most times he waits for us to release him. This is really the only time he goes in the crate unless he just decides to hang out there on his own. There was one incident one day that he did something naughty in the yard. I scolded him some, and when I opened the door to come back in the house, he went right into the crate on his own. Well done. Sometimes those are the behaviors that we like to redirect, right? The licking of the dishes, or we're trying to make a meal. We don't want counter surfing to happen. So good job using the crate training. I love it. If you have listened to our podcast for a while or are part of the online puppy school, you will hear me say a lot, build a relationship with your dog first. Training will come. Michelle sent in, hi there. I have a 15 week old standard golden doodle named Bruno. I like the name Bruno, by the way. The biggest win for me was learning to change my mindset to see if this as a partnership rather than command and control. I am learning to really pay attention to my dog's cues rather than pushing him to do things that he might not want to do. It seems so simple, but seeing things from his point of view, figuring out how he's feeling and building trust has improved every single aspect of training. P.S. I think I heard in a podcast that Amy also has a dog named Bruno. Ours was named after Cinderella's dog, but we did like Encanto too. Yes, Michelle, I do have a dog named Bruno. He was named after Cinderella's dog as well, but he's super small, big in personality though. But I love how you shared that the relationship is important and how much success you're now seeing in the training because you have that relationship and that trust. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that with our listeners today. For those of you trying to crate train your puppy right now, Jen and Matt can relate. They say, 
Our success story involved our Australian Labradoodle puppy, Maggie. We were struggling with crate training and with Baxter and Bella's help, she screamed and cried and wouldn't settle. But with lots of patience and the training from their wonderful trainers, we were able to successfully teach her to be in the crate. It's been the biggest blessing because many dog places won't take a dog without being crate trained and we can take her anywhere. We also have been able to teach her shake, place, sit, stay, down, wait, come, out, and now we are working on relax with her. We can take her to the beach and parks and she's been great off leash too. Thanks B&B for helping us with Maggie. Thanks Jen and Matt for sharing your success with Maggie. Sounds like a super great life. She is one lucky dog. Here at Baxter and Bella, we highly recommend preparing before your puppy comes home. We are big believers in preparation. We have a learning module dedicated to getting you ready. Judy has experience with this and she wrote in, I watched and listened to both your videos and podcasts prior to getting my puppy and also the first couple of months I had her whenever she was napping. I also ordered many of the recommended products. Crate training was a win and the snuggle puppy was well worth the purchase. My dogs love their snuggle puppies too. Because of it, she never cried in her crate at night and to this day at 14 months old still prefers to sleep in her crate. She also is very adept at doing impressive and fun tricks and the sit, stay, leave it and come cues are lifesavers as well as learning to walk properly on a leash with treat rewards. I can't thank you enough for all of your help in raising a great puppy and making me a better dog mom. From Judy and Dijon Mustard. Don't you just love that name? I love Dijon, Judy. Thanks for sharing the advice to prepare early. It really is helpful. So if you guys are waiting to get a puppy, I encourage you to get into our program today and check out that preparing for my puppy section. Carl and Faith sent in this. My name is Sir Winston. I'm a Bernie Doodle. I learned to sit on my first day home. Carl and Faith, I can't wait to follow along on your journey with Winston. Keep up the good work. It's amazing that these young puppies come so ready to learn. They're ready to dive right in and they'll soak up things like a little sponge. So yeah, get going with Winston and just keep up the good work. Anyone have a reactive dog out there? We just did a podcast on that recently, as well as some social media tips on how to help with leash walking. Emily and family sent in this email. Check it out. Our pup is currently 17 months old, 60 pounds, and an F1B golden doodle. We've had him since eight weeks, and he's our first puppy as a family. I knew it would be a lot of work, but it has been quite challenging, to say the least. A friend told us about B&B right before we got our puppy, and it has truly been a lifesaver, or should I say a puppy saver, from the get-go. We had just moved to a new city right in the middle of COVID, the catalyst for getting a puppy in the first place, moving three tween teenagers across the country unexpectedly. They needed some extra emotional support and just didn't have a lot of local resources. So the idea of an online puppy school was perfect for us. We quickly learned through B&B different terms like the Zoomies, reactive dog, and resource guarding, and realized we had a pup that especially seemed to deal with all of those things. While we have been far from perfect in our puppy training, anything we have done right has all been because of B&B. Probably the biggest help for us has been learning that some pups get more easily overstimulated and can be more reactive than others, and that we needed to just take a step back and learn to nip the zoomies and craziness in the bud before it started. So many people told us we just needed to take him for longer walks or runs or play more in the backyard with him to get his energy out. But through Baxter and Bella, we learned that actually he needed less of all of that. We could barely walk him down the street or around the block for months and months without him going crazy, jumping and biting us, as well as barking and pulling anytime we passed another dog or person. My kids had to stop walking him because he got too big for them to control. And there were just lots of tears and frustrations. 
But thanks to Baxter and Bella, we learned that it was okay to take him for super short walks, even just walking the sidewalk in front of our house to practice leash training. We learned that the puppy stage lasts a good two years and that it just takes a lot of patience and practice and time for our pup to master skills. He still isn't perfect when walking, but he is so much better than he was the first year of his life. We have learned to read his body language and pay attention to things like the weather. Who knew wind could be so stimulating for him? And how many dogs people we pass to know how long of a walk he can handle. He can often walk for a good 20 to 30 minutes now if he's rested and we time it right. I used to dread walking him, but now I look forward to it. We are still in the puppy stage and learning, but so specifically thankful for all of the crate training, leash training, resource guarding training, and basic manners training we have gotten from Baxter and Bella. The Facebook group emails and phone calls have been so helpful. Thank you, Salt's family for sharing and helping others to see the possibilities. Great, great work and keep it up. Elaine sent in a story about her dog Shamrock doing therapy work. She says, just before her second birthday, Shamrock passed her therapy dog test, and this summer she will be the reading dog at a local library. She previously passed her canine good citizen and AKC star puppy on the way to therapy dog. We started listening to your podcast before Shamrock was born. We've never had a pet before and had no idea what to do. You convinced us of the importance of training, so we started classes nine days after we brought her home and took every available class for two years. At almost three years old, everyone comments on how well-behaved Shamrock is. She still has her puppy moments, but we are very proud of her and take her almost everywhere we go. I'm so glad we listened to your podcast, purchased the online puppy school, and took her to classes. They've added up to a great dog. Elaine, I am so proud of you and Shamrock. Therapy dogs are needed in our communities, and what a blessing you are to those around you. Thank you for your service. Bailey helped coach me and my very car-anxious puppy, Rocket, through some tough months. When we started working on his car anxiety, I couldn't even get him near the car without him shaking, panting, and trying to run away. Over the course of the few video coaching sessions, Baxter and Bella trainer Bailey helped me create a plan for desensitizing the car and making it a more neutral place. After about six weeks of very consistent and very slow drives to the park, two blocks away from my house, lots of treats, handfuls of wet salmon dog food, that was super gross, and anything else it took to make the car less scary, Rocket began to actually get a little excited to approach the car. We continued very slowly, very positively, and very short drives to meet up with dog friends, sniff new places, and play fetch. Now, six months later, Rocket happily rides in the car almost every day to drop off my kids at school and is so calm. He sometimes drifts off to sleep. Major victory and a huge relief to be able to take this fun puppy more places with me now. Thanks, Jess and Rocket. Way to go, you guys. It takes patience to train a dog. And I love, love, love that Jess pointed out that relationship again that we talked about and how going slowly helps our dogs feel better about certain scenarios. And you will see progress. Sometimes in the moment or the specific day, you might not see the progress, but over time with repetitions, you do see it. So thanks again, Jess, for sharing. Gwen is working on stay with her dog and she says, hi, team Baxter and Bella. I'm not sure if videos are really relevant to the podcast since listeners can't actually see, but our most recent win is practicing patience. One of our doggo's favorite treats is banana and he of course loves peanut butter. He was able to sit and stay until given a cue to go and enjoy his treat. See video. Have a good week, Gwen. You guys, the video was awesome. What a cute puppy. And he stayed so patiently to get his treat. Gwen, you are doing a great job. 
We love coaching you all via video and enjoy how technology can connect us with people all over the world. Training is so fun when we do it together. I feel like I'm friends with you all when we meet via Zoom for coaching. And I love seeing the videos that you send in to me, like this cute puppy waiting for his treat. Mike and Lori wrote in, hi, Amy, our puppy Rafa has been with us less than a week as of today, and she's pretty much crate trained thanks to our breeder. She is also well on her way to being housebroken, but we know that that will take some time. Rafa is a Pomsky weighing in at a whopping three pounds. We are so excited to learn more and teach her what we've learned from Baxter and Bella. Thank you for the great training program you have. You guys, we work with amazing breeders, shelters, vet clinics, and trainers. There is no substitute for a good start with a dog. Thanks for sharing, Mike and Lori. We wish you the best on your training journey. Everyone, that was so fun. Thank you so much for sending those stories in. We even learned a few things along the way. Here's to a hundred more episodes of the Puppy Training Podcast. Again, thanks for listening and supporting our show. I hope you have a great week and happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me. 